In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the manliest thing that you can do for your partner. And for all the women who are going to be listening to this, if your man is not doing this for you, you might have to think twice about your relationship and wanting to continue it. Let's go. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day? so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives. Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 58 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is your host, Rafi, and I'm alone today, and I'm going to be talking about the manliest thing that you can do for your partner in your relationship. And this is going to be going out to all the women who are going to listen to this as well. If your man is not doing this one thing, you might need to think twice about, hey, should we actually get married? Should we actually continue in our relationship? Because this one thing is so important uh, for your relationship. And let's go ahead and dive right into it. And I want to talk a little bit about my backstory because being an authentic Catholic man was not something that came natural to me. I didn't even know it was a thing. You know, growing up and just being indoctrinated by the culture, I was always just surrounded by the things that I see in the movies, in the magazines of what men should be. Macho men, you know, swole, super swole, got the six-pack abs, got all the money, being successful, being powerful. Like this is the the model of the man that I was following and wanted to model in my life early into my adolescent years to my young adult years. So there was this time in my life where I was struggling with vanity. Yeah, you know, a lot of people think, oh, Women only struggle with vanity. No, actually men struggle with vanity and I did. I I would remember going to the gym almost every single day trying to just get the nicest body, the six-pack abs, the nicest arms, the everything. Like I wanted to look like the men that I saw in the movies, in the magazines. I wasn't even doing this to be like a bodybuilder or anything. I just wanted to do this because I felt like this is what women want. So I was just like going to the gym, excessively working out. Uh, Of course, I love and I enjoy working out. But then there was this part of me in my mind where I would like look at myself and like, oh, I look good. I'm going to continue doing this. And I struggled with this for so long. And then also like just my pursuit of of building businesses and entrepreneurship and just this whole journey. There's a lot of in the community where 
people are just so focused on the money, making so much money. And that's what I saw. I saw the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis and like all these things. I'm like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to be such like that type of man. You know, it seems like he has everything figured out. And I was living this type of life for my ex. I was trying my best to be to look good for her. I was trying my best to work hard. I had a, another business at the time and it was taking so much time out of my life, out of my time to actually build my relationship with my partner. And I just wanted to do it because I thought this would make her love me more. And I went through like this whole whole journey and it was just tr- it was just so difficult, so challenging because there's something in my heart that was just super restless with what I was doing. And this was the cause of my relationships in the past failing. I wasn't I was so focused on me, on myself, on my achievements, on the power, the wealth, the nice body that I wanted to achieve so that I could attract the woman that I wanted in my life. And since all my relationships started to fail, it got to the point where I was rock bottom. My, When I had to break up with my last engagement, like that was probably the worst place I was in my life because I realized what I have done. I realized where I failed as a man and I realized that my priorities weren't straight which then led me to my whole reversion back to the faith and really trying to understand what does it mean to be Catholic? Like, what does it mean to be a man of God? And how can I apply that in my life so that I don't do the same mistakes that I did in the past? And this just lit a fire when I met Sarah and when I started dating her. I wanted to make sure I was doing things the right way. I didn't want to be the man that I was. I wasn't even a man. I was a boy before. I didn't want to be that boy that that was struggling with all these things and really just so focused on myself. I wanted to be that great Catholic man for Sarah. I know I wasn't perfect, but I wanted to strive to be something bigger than what the culture painted out what a man should look like and what a man should be like. But it was hard. I'm going to tell you right now, it was hard. I struggled with vanity still. I struggled with like all these worldly things that, that painted out what a man should be and what they should achieve, all these things. And remember, this is years of habits of indoctrination that I was trying to battle with when I was meeting Sarah, I remember when I remember one time she actually told me like, Hey, you don't have to be working out so much. Why are you doing that? Like, you don't have to look a certain way for me to love you. Like, I love you the way you are. And I remember like we had this conversation and just kind of hit me. I'm like, what am I doing here at the gym every single day? Am I here to really make sure I live a healthy life and to to do in this way or am I just trying to look good? 
I had to like ask myself those questions and it just really unlocked a lot of things. And I'm so thankful to have Sarah that really just kept me in check that this wasn't what I had to do to make her love me. I didn't have to go and be consumed by all the worldly stuff. And I knew that if I were to continue these things, this mindset, I would live in vice and probably my relationship with Sarah would fail. So I went on this journey of trying to learn, like what does it mean to be a real authentic Catholic man? Because if God calls me to marriage, I want to be the best for her, whoever that may be. And when I was, when I got out of the, my ex, my ex, uh, my last engagement, and I was a single for a period of time before I met Sarah, I started to listen to this podcast called The Catholic Man Show. And from uh, Adam Minahan and David Niles is hosted by these two gentlemen, and they talk about authentic Catholic masculinity. And let me tell you, this was like a new concept to me. I was never really taught about this um, growing up. This is actually br- like brand new content and concepts and ideas that was taught to me at such a, I think I was like a very young adult, young adult, maybe I was like 24-ish, 25, really getting to understand like, huh, Catholic man, what does this mean? And it, everything I was learning from them was so contrary to what I've been indoctrinated by from the culture growing up. And this really just led to my epiphany was that if we have a universal call to holiness, to be with God the Father in heaven for eternity, then my role as a partner is to lead her in this journey to follow Christ not me. My role as a partner was not to just lead, was not to lead her to me. It was to lead her to Christ. And this led to a new opportunity where I was like, you know what? In this new relationship, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to make sure prayer is at the forefront of our relationship. And I'm going to be leading this. I'm going to be initiating times in my relationship where we're going to pray. And it's going to be uncomfortable because I've never done this before with my past girlfriends. And I want, But I wanted something different. I knew that if I did the same things in the past, I would get the same result. But I wanted to grow in holiness. I wanted to get to heaven. And I want my partner Sarah to get there as well so I started creating more opportunities in our relationship to initiate prayer we went to mass very often more than just Sundays we did spontaneous prayer every single day and I initiated that even if it felt uncomfortable I know it felt super uncomfortable especially early on in our relationship because we didn't know each other in that way this is The time where we're like, oh, we're sharing so much of our desires, our challenges, our struggles in prayer. And we were were kind of maybe felt reserved as in how much I share, you know, like I I just know I, I just met this person. So really just finding that time to create spontaneous prayer 
And we, we made a devotion to go to adoration every single week. Every single week to pray holy hour together. And through this, by making prayer a priority in our relationship, I mean, number one, I got married. I got married to the love of my life. I found the bride that God has been molding for me my whole life. And I'm so grateful that I've gotten to meet her and I've gotten to marry her. But the big, and also like the big transformation that I experienced was helping me deconstruct this idea of what I thought it meant to be a man. This idea that the culture kept indoctrinating it with and instead constructed a new type of masculinity. Authentic Catholic masculinity. So the strategy behind this, men, especially for all of you who are listening to this right now, is that it's your duty to make prayer a priority in your relationship to lead her closer to Jesus, not closer to you. Let me say that again. You need to learn how to make prayer a priority in your relationship to lead her closer to Jesus, not to you. Why? Because ultimately, we got to remember our universal call to holiness. In the Catechism 2013, it says, All Christians in any state or walk of life are called to the fullness of Christian life and to the perfection of charity. All are called to holiness. And in marriage, your duty as a husband is to attend to the sanctification of your dependents, your spouse and your kids. Your duty is to keep your family in order. Your duty is to correct their morals. This is found in the Catechism of Council of Trent. This is your duty as a husband. But you don't have to wait until your husband to start this habit of initiating more prayer life in your relationship. You can start that right now. So some things that you can do is start a weekly adoration devotion. Make it a date, men, to lead your future bride, your partner, to Jesus in adoration every single week and pray with her. You can also start initiating more of this spontaneous prayer. And yeah, it's going to be awkward sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's going to be awkward, especially in the beginning, if you haven't been doing this for a while. But it takes that time. And I know like through this habit, it really just opened me and Sarah up where we were able to grow intimately together, but also spiritually intimate with our Lord. So opening up those, those times for spontaneous prayer. And another thing that you can do is to start off your dates off in prayer. We often, before we would do something, we have something planned, we would often take some time to go to a chapel first. We would, go, we would start off our date with daily mass. We would start off our date in adoration, and then we go out and have fun out there. So these are just some ways where you can incorporate more prayer time in your relationship because it is our duty as men to lead our partners to Christ in marriage. So my challenge to all of you men who are listening to this right now is to lead in your relationship by initiating more prayer time in your relationship. My challenge to you is to step away from the vanity 
the wealth, the power, the fame, the excessive, the excessiveness that the the culture is painting of what men should be. To turn away from that, but to instead give all the glory to God through how you live out your life and how you lead and live out your relationship. And that's my challenge to all of you men to step up, to lead our partners to Christ, and to make sure prayer is at the center of our relationships. With that being said, I'm praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.